So hello everyone. Today I am with Thailand Dank Squad. We are at OT, which is a beautiful, beautiful dispensary in Niman. Definitely recommend ever check it out. I'll put the Google location in the description. We just smoked some of the amazing lemons, which if you like citrus herbs, you definitely got to check out in my opinion because I'm a simp for the citrus, I'm a simp for the lemons, and this this strain's really good. So yeah. Welcome to the podcast, man. Tell us about Thailand Dank Squad. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me, bro. Uh, my name's Dan I'm from the Thailand Dank Squad. Uh, the Thailand Dank Squad's a, a small group of committed individuals. We've got we're we're a family company, you know. We, my girlfriend, we have a, a wonderful woman that we that we know from the north, and she's our admin. My girlfriend's brother is sort of my right hand man. My assistant. There's me. I'm the grower. We've got a couple trimmers, and and yeah, we're a, we're we're kind of a small boutique operation. We want to bring the dankest weed to all corners of Thailand. That's kind of our mission. I don't know. Uh, you know, you kind of kind of tell me what else you want to know. What do you want to know about the Thailand danks? I guess one big place to start is the legendary strain that I think most people know in Thailand is the amazing Fruitonium. Can you tell us anything about such the mystique of said strain? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not trying to even keep it a secret. It's all good. That that strain is Bananium by Orange Punch. Go hunt for it. Make those crosses. Go hunt for it. But finding the original real Fino that we found, that was a shot in the dark. We're very lucky. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Fruitonium was it was a, is a great find. You know. We found it within we found it within the bud of some very very nice herbs from a from a good friend of ours, and so we were able to trace the genetics, and then from there there was there was many seeds in this in this herbs, and we we sprouted many seeds of this this pheno, and we we went through it and we found the frutonium, and it was a lucky find because there was some crazy phenos in there, there was some real garbage stuff. I mean, so. That's how pheno hunting goes, and luckily, uh, yeah, luckily, the world got blessed with fruitonium that day. And we're just trying to keep it real. We're trying to we're trying to get fruitonium, the real fruitonium, out to the people. And you know, if you haven't tried it, you got to try it because it's that that is a, a a a ridiculous terp. I mean, I don't even know how to describe that terp. How would you describe that term? It's like gassy and, and fruity, but almost like rotten fruit or like, I don't even, it's like putrid, but like in a good way. I don't know, like the way weed can be like putrid, but in a good way. Yeah, that was the big hype with like the GMO strains back in the day. And all of my friends used to talk about, oh, I love this putrid, dank, stinky weed. And I was like, what, what do you mean? That doesn't sound good. And then as I was telling Dan earlier, like I think the day I landed in Thailand, the first weed I picked up was two grams of fruitonium from Flying Tiger. And... I finally understood more what people were fucking on about. It makes so much more sense now. And yeah, like you said, it's it's putrid, but not in a, any kind of gross way. And with the banana fruity kind of to gas mix, it's a very, very unique terp, terp profile. I Yeah, everyone just come check it out, please, because it's, it's fucking good. Like, I know there should be a fan club at this point. <laughs> The, oh, there is. <laughs> so, aside from the Fruitonium, what other strains have you guys been working on at the moment? Well, uh, I, I think anyone who's following our page knows about the journey of the belts. I mean, we're working on this rainbow belts right now that is just like out of this world. There's a, there's quite a few people in Thailand that, that have experienced it already from us during the Fino Hunt Run. 
but the real thing in its most glorious form is coming to Thailand the second week of September. The real Z-Turp, my friends. I mean, it's the real Z-Turp. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I just cannot speak highly enough of this Terp. It's oily, it's gassy, it's sweet. It's that Skittles Terp. So get ready. For sure, everyone get ready. Um, me and a good friend of mine have been following the journey of the belts on Instagram every day, just watching that baby grow. And I was a big fan of the belts back in the UK. And to be honest, this is the first time I've seen real belts over here. So I'm ridiculously excited. But as well as the belts, tell us about the lemons, because that was just ridiculously good. Yeah, the lemons is going to be the next hype. I mean, I think that's going to rival the Fruitonium, if I'm honest. The lemons is actually a Munson-Wilson, Munson-Wilson Fino Hunt. And I found this super, super lemony, gassy turp in there. And I got to tell you guys, it, like the it's Frost City. It's 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 not that thin lemons. It's not like that, that green crack like sweetness or like that even we do a beautiful mimosa and like we got lucky and we got this rotten orange mimosa terp and 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 we can get more into that and like that's got some depth to it but still lacks that same thickness that the lemons has got the lemons has got a thickness that just cannot be beat it's lemons all the way through it's like pine saw on your tongue it's just mm. Yeah, no, that, that terp is going to be something else. And crystal's the size of your head. I mean, and anyone who knows us knows that we're the, we're the terp preservation boys. I mean, we, we are all about preserving the resin glands because that's what the, people say all the time. Oh, the, the dank squad herb is so strong, blah, blah, blah. It's not, it's not really that it's so strong. We're just preserving those terps and we're giving you the full experience. Something that from somebody else that's, that's 18%, you're getting the 23% version from us. So, I mean, and you deserve that 23% version. Don't pay the same price for busy cure weed during their processing. 100%. And what he said about lemonness is true. Like, my mouth kind of feels clean now after smoking it. it the terpenes wow. in that is just really, really nice. So, so talk, aside from talking about strains, can you tell us a little bit more about your growing operations? Whatever you, like, don't mind sharing. Um... I guess I need more specific questions, but you know we run hydroponics. Um, I believe in total plant health, and so my my goal is to provide everything that the plant could want at any time. Uh, we use a variety of methods, everything from NFT, deep water culture, rock wool, you name it. I mean, I think that uh, every hydroponic method has its merits, and certain application methods. Uh, we use D DWC sometimes for flowering if a space is uh, is apt for it. But at this point, being that we started a, a warehouse of our own where we are able to create the space, we went into uh, rock wool for our flowering medium and DWC for our moms. I can't speak highly enough of DWC. The only thing I don't enjoy about it is the turnaround time. It's hard to transition the plants from veg to flower in DWC without experiencing a large time loss. And also they seem prone to, they don't just don't like being movement. They don't really like it, they just don't dig it. You know, I mean, if I'm quite honest, I mean, that's why that's why growing in soil works. That's why growing in rock wool works. That's why growing in cocoa works, because it's like you have them in their final container, they get over the, 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 the struggle. You know, they're growing, they're happy, they're healthy, they're pushing, they're, got, they're at their limit, you know? And uh, DWC is, is just in a method of growing, and I can't speak highly enough of it. I think that it's it's such a it's such an uh, efficient method of of growing anything and I think that 
you know, I think that down the in the course of time, the world will will grow a significant amount of produce in that method because that and NFT are probably the smartest ways to produce large amounts of, of produce at, at reasonable prices so people can eat. You know, we're not going to face food shortages if we just simply smarten up. But so we use NFT. I use NFT when I'm sprouting seeds. I love NFT for sprouting seeds. It's a, a, a kind of a an easy method. Anybody who's intimidated by NFT, let me tell you, it's super easy. Keep an eye on your pH, keep an eye on your PPMs. If you're sprouting seed, keep it at 150, 200 PPMs is plenty in an NFT river. Make sure you got oxygen in that tank and you got a nice waterfall. Adjust your valves so they're even and you will get 100% germination rate and you just put them in a Rocco plug that's in the NFT river. You will get 100% germination. That was pretty perfect for the question i asked i know i didn't get much detail but you nailed it man so thank you um i guess one of the other questions is we've spoken about well i want to talk about is how have things been for you as a grower in this industry like is there anything you'd warn people about or any little because i know there is a few of our listeners that are trying to make it and you know people like you i definitely know they would admire the what you guys do so i know your your knowledge will be valuable (laughs) Fair enough. Um, I mean, I guess I would say the, the my number one piece of advice for people in any industry in Thailand is relax your expectations. This is Thailand. And uh, what works in another place, what works on paper in another place does not work in Thailand the same way. But conversely, if you can figure out your niche and if you can understand how Thailand works, I think you can carve out a, a space for yourself. But you cannot be so rigid to think that what works in where you came, where you came from will work here in Thailand. Because, unfortunately, TIT, this is Thailand. Yeah. True that. I think I might name that the episode name, TIT. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I know we've spoken about the lemons possibly overshadowing the fruitonium a little bit and the wave of the belts coming. But is there anything else in the future of Thailand Tank Squad that you can share with us? Anything coming up that's exciting at all? I gotta say, I've I kind of been saving the best for last. I'm uh, I'm gonna be cracking uh, some motor breath beans coming up here, and that motor breath is Grandpa's Breath by Mendo Breath. It's a very exclusive genetic. It's a nice, nice genetic. It's exotic as can be. It's it's obviously in the name. We all know it's gonna be so gassy. So we got that. We got what do we got? Uh, what else we got? We got. Uh, I'm gonna be crossing the rainbow belts with the fruitonium and we're going to be seeing how that z terp's going to interact how's that z terp going to interact with that fruitonium terp i'm gonna i'm, I'm can i even imagine that's a that's a science project and a half right there i'm excited for that cross that's gonna be two similar in small senses but different in a big senses so those two coming together is going to be very interesting i'm gonna say bro. <laughs> Like, I'm excited for that. It's going to be the pheno hunt of the century. I mean, I think for real, we're going to find this outrageous, outrageous terp in there. You know, I want to find a real sour starburst terp. You know what I'm saying? That would be perfect. Yeah. That would be perfect. Going that deep gas candy. (laughs) For sure. Just something real unique. So we got that. And we got uh, punch breath. We got some punch breath. We're gonna we're gonna start doing, and that's gonna that's kind of exciting, you know. My you know the main goal at the Dank Squad is I, I don't, I'm not interested in mimicking this whole like gelato cross market. Like if you're looking for gelato crosses, you're you're in the wrong place. Like we're not the gelato boys. My kind of guy, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, and I think there, I think that I, I feel that in the community right now. I feel like a lot of people hit me up. A lot of people hit up the page all day long. Don't be afraid to hit up the page, people. 
Like I answer every DM like quick as fuck. I mean, I'm on this shit. So I guess one other question I have for you as well is what is some of your favorite parts of the cannabis industry in Thailand? Oh man, the cannabis industry in Thailand is the best, you know? Despite the fact that there's, that, that like, the lack of regulation here is just simply amazing. And even if that regulation causes it so the Thailand Dang Squad can't make it in the long run, the freewheeling aspect of this market is just to be loved. And at the end of the day, my personal goal is for the, the, the people of the world to be able to smoke cannabis and and not go to jail for it and not ever feel like it's a, even a bad thing and like put it at least at the same tier as alcohol, you know? I mean, I think that's a beautiful thing. I, I mean, I can't say enough about the cannabis industry in time. I keep telling everyone it's truly, in my opinion, the weed holy land. I mean, I was talking to a few people, uh, one guy from the Tartara group, and he was saying five years of advancement and work that happened in America pretty much happened in a year here oh, with sure. so many different growers, dispensaries. It's advanced. Even from when I was in Bangkok in September, things have come along even further from that. You got some international viewers, right? Yeah. So I mean, so I mean, I guess the one thing is like, if if, if y'all haven't been to Thailand, one thing you gotta understand about Thailand is it's it, Thailand is freewheeling in every way. I mean, that's how bars work, restaurants work, hotels work. It's not hard to open a business in Thailand, but what is hard is the fact that everyone can open a business in Thailand. So you actually gotta be good at what you're doing. Just because you got a lot of money in Thailand doesn't mean you're gonna have a successful business. And this is a lesson that a lot of people gotta gotta learn because in the West. You have a lot of money, you got a lot of advantage, and so like you sort of have an inherent amount of success guaranteed to you if you pick a, a decent location. In Thailand, not so much. So that's kind of, uh, again, that's the cautionary tale coming over here for, to, to participate in the cannabis game. And uh, you know that's, that's also what I love about the cannabis game here, is the fact that everyone who wants to open a shop can. And for real, you can tell them. You can tell them there is a shop every 50 meters and anywhere where there's even a minor amount of tourists and where there's not, they're still very plentiful. Yeah, talking about Flying Tiger earlier, you go there, the, the next door to the left is a dispensary and the next door to that dispensary is another dispensary. Then across the road to the right is another dispensary. <laughs> yes, there are four literally almost touching. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, any of the heavy tourist areas. I mean, for example, I was talking... across from that is three other dispensaries. Yeah, it, it, Taipei Gate is so heavily dense with dispensaries. It's a little bit oversaturated, in my opinion. I mean, one example I gave to, to someone in the Chiang Mai expat group is they wanted to make a coffee shop in Chiang Mai. My opinion of that was you might as well be trying to sell snow in Alaska because <laughs> dispensaries and coffee shops... They're on the same fluctuality if they're fucking everywhere and everyone is trying to do it. Some of the markets are oversaturated. You've got to be so clever with your location. You've got to be different with your marketing. It's a different game over here because there's so many players in the goddamn game. It's everyone not. Everyone can play. Everyone can play. Everyone. Literally everyone. I know. Like. People with $400 in their pocket can play against you and win. <laughs> It's, it is almost like a gambling game over here. It's why I, I admire the hustle of the Dank Squad. Like I said like I said to Dad before we recorded, definitely some of the frostiest buds in the north, for sure. Like, you've got to, if you want to get into the industry, look at your competition, look at what they're doing, but you have to be different. You've got to compete. It's not an easy ride. 
at all in my opinion like no, it's it's, it, it's even hard for me and i just podcast and there's four other podcasts i have to compete with <laughs> that's just four imagine if it was 50 shops in my town radius area of a 10 minute drive that's competition and a fucking half it's you might as well call them starbucks at this point they're almost on every goddamn corner that's true yeah i mean yeah I think we're going to see the calling of the herd soon, though, and, you know, and, and things consolidate and, and groups are formed, and, and you know, that's how the bar industry works here. You know, There's a lot of bars that sort of operate in this freewheeling aspect, and there's a lot of common ownership between a lot of these bars. But, these, but I think Thailand, at its essence, is sort of just freewheeling, so things aren't as serious here. And, and the, the way the dispensaries are back in the U.S., for instance, I come from California. I'm a uh, Santa Cruz about 15 years before Thailand. I came to Thailand four years ago. Uh, I'm not fresh off the boat into Thailand. I do speak Thai. Better than me, and I'm the Siam simp. <laughs> uh, you just got here, though. You just you talk not too long ago. I'm, I'm still a fresh fish. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. That's all right. You got time. <laughs> but my, my, my point is, I, I, I love this country, and so, like, I, you know, that's been a big point of contention for me, kind of watching this, this ganja thing blow up, is like, some of these companies seem like their intentions are to make a lot of money in Thailand and then like shuffle that money back to the U.S. and like I need to let everybody know that Thailand is a money in country, much a money out country. Thailand is an export. The money comes in, like, doesn't do a lot of like money country. So consider it of this economy and don't try to take the money out of it. You know, and be, be invested in being in Thailand. Don't just come over here to try to make a fast buck. I mean. People can see right through that, man, and that's not the right vibe. Like, if you if you want to be here because you love Thailand and like this is a place you can call home, then that's great. But if you're coming here to make a fast buck, please leave. I think as well, though, those kind of people are weeding themselves out already. There's a few people like that here, and I can't see them in here next year, in my opinion, because everybody talks. A lot of people know each other. It's very obvious when you're coming over here to make a fast book, like ridiculously obvious. There's a lot of opportunists. But again, that's not how Thailand works. Like it like Dan said, it's a money in country. A lot of people because they see, oh, Thailand's the number one Buddhist country in the world, they have all these freedoms. But Thailand is still is pretty nationalist. They care about their people, they care about their economy. At the end of the day, if Thailand knows they can make money off you, that's that's pretty much the game here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Thailand is, a, is, is an amazing country, and, and I encourage everyone to come visit it. Yeah, everyone should come visit. I know there's a bunch of my friends from England coming up soon, and in my opinion, Spain is a good country, Amsterdam is a good country, but you Brits and Europeans are slacking on coming over to Thailand because, in my opinion, nowhere else in the world can actually compare to what's going on over here. Thailand is the human experience manifesting itself at the end of the day. Thailand is a special place where you can truly see the human experience happening. People are, this is true freedom. Thailand is true freedom in almost every essence of the word. The only real rule that exists in Thailand is don't be a dick. Don't cause harm to the people around you. Be a good person. And if you're doing that, you'll never have problems for real here. For sure, for sure. And uh, sorry, I'm going to semi almost cut this short, but I just realized that my memory is going low. But I have a few more minutes left. So before I do that, I want to promote you pretty well. Where can people find you? Where's the best place to contact you? All that jazz. Well, you know, if you're looking for like that sample style or you want to like check out like, oh, what's the dance squad all about? I want to check out a gram or something like that, a couple grams. 
go on down to the OT in Chiang Mai, in Bangkok, go to the Grass House on Soy 11. The OT's on, in Niman area in Chiang Mai. I mean, if you're in, from Chiang Mai, you definitely know the OT. OT's the chillest place around. It's got a great lounge. The OT's the, the shit. And uh, the Grass House is like a high, high, high-end store in Bangkok. We're available at sporadic stores in Bangkok. Watch our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, Thailand underscore dank underscore squad. That's where you can find out all about us. So we, if you watch our stories, you're going to know what's going on with us, what's dropping, where we're, where we're headed, what we're doing, what we're all about. Come follow us, fam. Be part of the squad. And even if you guys are way too lazy to even type that out yourself, I will put it the first link in the description because I love Dan, I love those trains. Like I'm, I'm still stood here being like that lemons was way too goddamn good. So I'm excited for when the bells comes because it's just it's it's kind of hype from here now. So yeah, thank you Dan for coming on the podcast, and I know we'll definitely do some more stuff soon. And yeah, everyone check out the OT, everyone check out Thailand Dank Squad, and thank you for listening. Appreciate you, bro.